low key like heck, like they won't pay any, any attention. Yeah, and they just they were just like this, and I was just like, <clears throat> you just got to pick. And she dropped her phone, and she was like. How did you like? Could you see my? Did somebody tell you? Like she was freaking out. Wow! 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 And I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna stop doing crowd work because I'm 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 like reading people's mail. I didn't Jeez, even know. Man. I would just do. I didn't know. You're like, it was weird, bro. Like so. channeling these people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is, bro. What if that's what if that's like a thing, a gift, and you don't realize? Yeah, it, man. yeah. And, and I don't want to. I didn't want to acknowledge it. So I, I just kind of like I gotta just I don't like this yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, Push it off to coincidence. That's like a, a Marvel super. That's all I said. Yeah. You're like Professor Xavier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> crowd work, man. Exactly. <laughs> After doing 15 minutes of crowd work, <laughs> it was a five people's problems. Thank you for checking out the Joke a Day podcast. Last time I got tongue tied on saying whether you watch or listen. This time I'm prepared. Thank you for checking it out. Getting straight to the point. Got my co-host with me today, as usual, David Aerodynamic Griffin. Thank you. There you go. You know. Wipe me down. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just walking in my bald confidence. You, know, you should. You there. got it. Yeah. Today we got a very special guest. Uh, someone that I have known in my comedy career, if not the beginning, pretty close to the beginning. Uh, he's an he's an actor, uh, he's a filmmaker. Uh, he has his own improv group, the House Improv Group, at the uh, Ziders Dream Theater in Virginia Beach, yeah, yeah. called Plan B Comedy. Yeah, uh, he's also the coordinator, the producer of the Virginia Beach Comedy Festival for multiple years, and I'm sure a bunch of credits that we'll probably get into during yeah. this interview. Yeah, I'm losing fingers. I was trying to count. yeah. So make some noise for Jason Kipros. Oh, yeah. oh thank yeah. you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, my gosh, man. That was so nice. Yeah, man. Everybody. It's a hey, real intro. Up? Try to get you a real one. Yeah, yeah, try to no, sound, yeah, professional. That's good. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. You man. forgot about some of those credits. I forgot about them, yeah. yeah some yeah. of them are, don't exist anymore, bro. <laughs> they don't. And I, was, <laughs> I was going to ask you why. I was like, this is the perfect time to ask why. I was like, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, Jason? Why? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, the VV Comedy Fest got went on. We put on hiatus last year, and then we'll see what happens with all that. But I don't know. It was just a little bit of everything, I think. Uh, something between the venue and just kind of the buy-in and all that sort of stuff. It's tough, yeah. you know? Yeah. I think a lot of times we start, why not for me, the, the curve on that one was tried, maybe tried to do a little too much in the beginning. I don't know. Maybe not. I think the scene was in need of that. Um, the I believe there was a Norfolk Comedy Festival mm -hmm. at one time, but it was only the push, yeah. I believe, which is majority improv. Right. So it wasn't really a stand-up yeah. comedy festival for this area. Right. So you were filling a void that was needed in this area by starting a Virginia Beach Comedy Festival. Yeah, well, that's that's true. And we wanted to do something like that over there, too. And it felt, I guess it felt that, well, because the Z at the time, when I presented the idea to the artistic director at the time, he was the one who was like, well, let's call it the VB Comedy Fest. And I was like, I don't call it whatever, you know what I mean? But he wanted to kind of locate it for yeah. whatever. 
And one of the big things was like, yeah, just for anyone to be able to come to do it. So we did. We focused heavily on stand up, but we did some other improv stuff too, and everything too. No, you did, but it was yeah. all encompassing. But I believe the right. Norfolk one was limited as far as I think it was majority improv, where yours I think tried to meet in the middle. Yeah, maybe I, there was a. There may have been a couple other limiting factors as well, but I just know that when we did the one at, at VB, my my number one push for it was to make sure that no matter who wanted to be on it, as long as, you know, like they met whatever bar there was, right? Yeah, and they yeah, were on yeah. it. So it wasn't like, oh, you're with them? Forget it. You know what I mean? Like, so it was just kind of like, we wanted to come one, come all kind yeah. of feel. Okay. So are you referring to like the click mentality that exists within the community I, well, I, sometimes. I feel like there is a there is a little bit of a click, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. I mean, we, we can't we we can't talk about comedy and not yeah. talk about the click. Okay. Um, the cool kids. But but they're they're out there. They they yeah. exist. That's not this is not a, a got you podcast. We don't yeah. have to yeah. get into yeah, those, yeah, no, those murky not, waters. No, no, no. But no, we're acknowledging yeah. the existence yeah. of click. Well they do. We all know it. Like when you go yeah. even as a I mean like, I mean, there's certain clubs you want to play and you just can't get in the club. You know what yeah. I mean? And there's certain yeah. whatever it is. There's yeah. always somebody that, you know, there's gatekeepers everywhere, everywhere. you go, man. Yeah. 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 No, that's true. Like I say, give, give somebody a clipboard and yeah. you'll, you'll see. But you yourself, really by becoming the anti-gatekeeper, <laughs> became a gatekeeper. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but to what, though, is my question. To Virginia Beach Comedy Festival. Oh, oh I guess so, yeah. <laughs> and you, and you, book, you booked, you booked uh, multiple shows. You had... I don't know how many different venues you had because I know you had venues before I met you. Yeah, we used to do lots of. I used to. Well, I mean, I started when I I was in Los Angeles, and I came back from L.A. and that's where I started doing stand up years ago. And I came back here, and there really wasn't much going on. Yeah. Right? right. Yeah. And you hear old 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 you know Hampton Roads heads talking about like the Thurgood Inn. Thurgood Inn. Yeah. Thing. You yep. know, that was always the. The Shining House on the Hill. Remember the end, man. Remember the end. And I played the Thurgood Inn a couple times. Mm -hmm. um, like, oddly enough, somehow I managed to get into that place. Uh, yeah. And this, what's that guy's name? Was Parson or something like that, his name? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, yeah, and there wasn't much. So I started putting up open mics because that's what we had in L.A. I just kind of tried to do whatever it was that I was used to. I mean, so your background. Let's, let's start at the beginning. Okay. So you come. You were born. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So My mother found me. <laughs> I was a found baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> you come from a showbiz family, though, if I'm not correct, or at least an arts family. Yeah, that's fair to say. My dad's a concert pianist, and he's, I grew up hearing him practice. I mean, he got his master's degree from Juilliard, which is worth mentioning just because like he's, yeah, yeah. he's playing heavy stuff yeah, you know what I mean yeah, that's, so that, that's, that's around that's there kind of up there yeah and then I mean where do you go yeah. what's higher than Julia yeah, yeah. what is higher than Julia he's, he's composed several liturgies for the church so uh -huh. that I mean that's probably is it, yeah. that's Greek Orthodox yeah yeah, yeah. okay uh -huh. yeah. that'd be the music that accompanies the service yes and then my yeah. mom was a singer in a band growing up so she was in a band they were working out a um Went all the way down to Florida and all up and down the East Coast or whatever. Open for some bigger people or whatever. And yeah. So yeah, nice. I mean that was. So it was encouraged. It was it was an encouraging environment if I wanted to do something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, came sure. from it, but so okay. So what came first? Was acting first or was stand up first? Uh, you know, I I don't know. Probably acting. 
I like to say in my bios, when I write my bio, I say my first acting gig was when I was five and I pretended to be a cat. <laughs> uh, was this for was this for a household production or was this outside the home? I thought I wanted to be a cat, so I decided I was going to crawl, crawl like a cat into the kitchen and I got some cat food. And did you? <laughs> and I ate some of it. <laughs> and I thought it was good. The first bite, I was like, all right. Uh, was it Fancy Feast? <laughs> I'm not sure, man. I would have to say yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, um, <laughs> that me- was that method acting? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In <laughs> retrospect, I'm like, yeah. Stella Adler's <laughs> like, yes. You know? yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I embodied the but cat. But I was like, oh, I think I'm a cat now. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'll go back and eat some more of this food to make sure. Like, I somehow, you know, at five, I'm like, that's how I'll know. Yeah. And I ate some more food. It was gross. <laughs> well, <laughs> might I say that... <laughs> So, so I knew just, I liked to act, but I also knew I wasn't a cat. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> but <laughs> your voice, your voice is very deep and raspy at five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I'm a cat. <laughs> very clear I'm line. Like, that's you my thinking voice. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah, ever since I was little, internal. my uh, inner narrator. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so your your acting came first. When when did you actually make the move into stand up? Or what made you? What made you yeah. decide stand-up specifically? I guess though? I've always wanted to do stand-up. So I've always acted, but always thought of myself a little bit as a comedian, right? I think that kind of all of us to some degree, right? Like you're yeah. making your friends laugh or your family laugh. Or yeah. have a comic that I like to watch that I would, you know, vibe with. And then I just always wanted to take the risk of going up on stage. And I remember I went to, I think I went to an open mic at the Thoroughgood Inn. And this is before I moved to Los Angeles, and I watched an open mic, but I didn't have the guts to get up. But I remember watching it, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I could do this, man, you know? And then I went to L.A., and that's when I was like, I just have to do it. And so I started getting up and, and hitting some open mics. But that was because I'd, I'd gone to L.A. to, like, so I'd... Uh, I've been performing, like you said, mm-hmm. and so I was in college, and I did plays at musical theater, did regular theater, and in college I started to do some film projects just because it was college and it was like the new thing. You know, video cameras were finally accessible and you know stuff like that. So we're playing. This is like, and I graduated in '96. Okay. Um, and then I got out of college and I got fortunate and I booked a film, and so there's this movie called Mickey about um, Little League baseball. It's a John Grisham film. Nice. And this is what's funny. The, the lawyer? The, yeah, the, the lawyer. lawyer right? okay. This wasn't a book first. This was a movie the oh, whole time. Oh, okay. And so it's about like, it's, but it's a John Grisham spin where it's like a guy, his son's name's Mickey, and, they, and they, he's trying to avoid the IRS. So he leaves and they get fake IDs. And the fake ID makes his son a year younger than he actually is, which means that he's still technically in Little League, even though he's yeah. the age where he should move up to the regular. You know what I'm talking okay, about, so right? So you do some of that. So, yeah, yeah, so it turned into like, but the Cubans are, you know what right, I mean? Right. Is what it was, and it, you know, it was, is what it was. <laughs> but and uh, this was the interesting thing about the film too is that I remember when I auditioned for it, my the lady who was my agent at this time, at the time, this the lady named Marsha Wolf, she's a lovely person, and she, yeah, I had my resume, and she decided when we submitted for the film because I had an acting resume and I had all this stuff on it, but she decided not to include any of my acting resume. But just my my sports resume because I played baseball and football and okay. baseball is the one that I played the most. Yeah. So she sent my baseball resume in, and that's what got the thing. 
for me, I think, because this yeah. that worked out for a lot of people. Yeah. Though. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, Jamie Foxx got the uh, what is it? Any given Sunday because he set records as a quarterback in his hometown okay. in Texas. Uh, yeah, he yeah, had, yeah. yeah, he had he had that background. Like having that in your chamber for for roles. Like I mean, entertainment. I've heard it said that this is like the only field where you use everything that you've yeah. ever done. Sure. So, I mean, that does come in. I was smart of your you No, know, it was super it. smart. Yeah. yeah. Remind, so. and, and, when, and then once I was on the film, I realized, because I, I was in a weird spot where I was like kind of this, I wasn't old as the, I was the assistant coach for the American team was my role. Okay. 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 So it was like a part where I had a couple lines, but I was in it and I worked opposite this guy. Mike Starr and but it was I was in this weird spot so I got to know a lot of the adults which was kind of cool I was a lot of a fly on the wall but then I found out that the director and I don't know if she knew this or not but that was kind of his thing like if he was going to cast a baseball player he wanted to find a baseball player to play the baseball player yeah yeah you know, which yeah. I always thought was kind of—I mean, it worked out for me, but I also think it's kind of like, well, but aren't we supposed to be actors? <laughs> well, no, <laughs> you know? I've, I've seen that. I've, <laughs> I've seen a lot of directors be that way because if the film—if they want whatever it is to be genuine, right? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when you see, like, I let's stay on topic with comedians. Yeah, yeah we've yeah. seen actors play comedians. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. they always cast real comedians to fill the scene to give it that. Yeah that authenticity because yeah. it's like um, for because you know and no matter what film or whatever you watch on TV it's always somebody in the room that's like it's not real you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah, somebody yeah, that has yeah, the experience yeah, yeah. in it yeah. like my wife she can look at TV like they're not knitting you know what I'm saying like that guy's not playing the piano right, right. Yeah, right. they yeah. never show him and there. his hands at the yeah, same time yeah. just moving his head yeah. it's always tights it's always cutaways <laughs> yeah, that's right. of the hands so we know but I mean to have that that authenticity it does make a difference mm-hmm. I mean and again, I'll go back to Jamie Foxx with Ray. Yeah, took yeah. the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. yeah, he had to train like Ray, Ray Charles wasn't going to let anybody yeah, play no, him. That's for real. You know what I mean? Yeah. What is cool is I've seen some of those like uh, the like background the, 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 the back where they finally yeah. meet and sit next to pianos. I've seen that yeah. Yeah, the So clips. cool, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah I saw that. And just and how cool must it be to be Jamie Foxx though too to know that you like. You could, I mean, I'm not just the experience to play next to Ray Charles, but to also have be like, I can play. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean, he's like, classically yeah. trained too. Yeah, yeah. Like this piano. yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so he is. He's no, classically awesome. trained as well. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Having all that stuff in your toolkit does come in handy later. Mm-hmm. So that's, they shot Mickey here. Yeah. So we oh, shot okay. in Richmond, oh, and okay. then we went to Williamsport, Pennsylvania, and shot on the Little League World Series field, like before the Little League World Series, <laughs> and then. Um, and then we wrapped. But so then I was there and I'm doing my thing and I'm like, well, I got to start. Let's do stand up. So I, I hit it up and started doing open mics. And I that was also studying. I also started taking classes at the Groundlings. Yes. So doing improv comedy at the Groundlings. And um, and that's just kind of how it all started. I just from that I was in L.A. for seven years and I just was, you know, I only ever studied at the Groundlings. I never took any classes anywhere else. But I mean, that's. That's essentially, I mean, the three that you hear the most, Groundlings, UCB in New York, yeah. and then Second City in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all like, I never hear, I right. mean, prestigious-wise, or, right. or, you know, what other, I don't know. Where else would you study second, there? Yeah, no, Second City's right, and then I know there's some other, yeah, there's, but there, that's pretty much it. And they yeah. all have their own little style and stuff, yeah. but there's a lot of crossover, too. Yeah, you right, know, but that's, like, that's who SNL mainly recruits from, those, mm-hmm. those yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you end up 
getting mixed up in the lottery. I was the spokesperson for the Virginia Lottery for seven years. So I, I traveled all over the state, and I did, you know, I would go places and basically, you know, whatever it was. I was, you know, we're making up commercial spots, places, but sometimes I'd be, like, kind of hosting games yeah. in for people everywhere from like five people at a county fair to 90,000 people at the Redskins stadium or the commander okay. stadium, the commander, yeah, yeah, the, the commander <laughs> stadium. Um, like it was the craziest audition process ever. I auditioned for them. I had a great audition. And then I think maybe another time, like three months in, they wanted me to go record a VO cause they wanted to hear what I would sound like, you know, yeah. and they paid me to record this VO and then nothing. And then they're like, "Congratulations!" And I was like, "What?" But it, but the downside was it limited to it limited you, right? Like you yeah. had some kind of conflict of interest with the contract. Yeah, it was that was wild. I mean, it was <laughs> yeah, it was. There's again, you know, life's one big lesson, right? Um, and I so yeah, I had a contract and it was cool, but it was kind of like the golden handcuffs, if you will. You know what I mean? They're like. You can't do stand up. You can't do this. You gotta. You gotta put your sag. You can't be sag right now because we're gonna use you on all these commercials and it's all local. You know, whatever. And I was like, okay. And my agent was like, it's what you gotta do. And they were like, yeah. And your YouTube channel, man. You need to. You gotta get rid of your YouTube channel because you know all this sort of stuff. And I had like really built up like all these things, you yeah, know, in yeah. the beginning of it all and stuff. I got rid of it, yeah. and I was gone. You know what I mean? And like, and 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 of course, they're telling me in the beginning, the guys, we're gonna make you famous. And I mean, no, everyone wants to hear that, but you don't ever believe someone if they tell you you're gonna. And I didn't, but you were hopeful, you know. Right. Uh, <clears throat> so what was it? Was it a morality club? Like, what was it that you I had know, to get I think rid what of? That it was stuff? was that I was. You know what it was? I think was because social media was happening at the same time. You know what I mean? Because this was 2013 is when it went, when it when it started. Right. But so I think what it was was they didn't know what the hell was going on and they were trying to catch up right? right and so they thought that they were going to before it was lady luck was who it was and right. she was I a sag actress luck, yeah. they'd fly her in first class they'd put her up in the jefferson hotel they'd mm -hmm. put her in a commercial bells and whistles fly her out big dollar high dollar stuff all the time they wanted to do the made in played in we got a virginian guy they liked the fact that i was born at home in a house in norfolk on virginian drive <laughs> <laughs> right, like that. They're like, this they is our guy. Down, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and they just thought they were gonna. I didn't think they understood social media, so they thought they were really gonna turn this character into something, you know. And but the problem was, was they came up with the idea of the game guy, not me. I didn't come to them and say, oh my god, let me tell you this skill I have of turning a game and anything into a game. You yeah. know, they're like, we got this idea. Like the first gig, I'm riding to this gig, and they're gonna shoot me with paintballs, and like, and I'm like, what? Because they want to do this, you know, show how tough I am and all this crazy yeah. stuff I'll do. And I hear these producers talking about how much they love the Jackass movies, and I'm sitting in the car going, mm. oh no, oh no. <laughs> hey, were you thinking like seven years of paintballs? Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I was thinking like. <laughs> Seven years of this? Yeah, well, I was like, I, I busted that shot. I knew what they wanted, and then, and then I, I busted it because I took off my head and off my helmet afterwards, and I, I screamed a cuss word, so I knew they couldn't use it. <laughs> okay. I was like, okay, I can subtly play my game, too. Yeah, you right. go. Because yeah. um, yeah. you're, you're the game guy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, so that was that. So, so all right. But I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact, like, what 
Like, who cares? Like, all right. So, for example, there's certain things that you do. If there's a scandal released later, yeah. it would make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you have a wholesome vibe, or, show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, if yeah. you're if you are if you're the spokesperson for Virginia Lottery, and then it comes out that you also were smuggling cocaine, it's yeah, like, right. Yeah, okay, right, right, yeah. Well, you know what it was? I just, there there was they were like. PG for an RA for an 18 plus audience is what they were trying to do. Thread the needle on something. And I don't even be, be honest with you, man. I don't even know. I was young and I was pumped. I yeah. had my agent at the time, a different agent at this time. It was like, this is what you got to do. You know, yeah. and I was yeah, like, I mean, it, was a, it was a dope get. That's yeah, a good yeah, credit. Yeah. But I just I know you used to be bummed out. <laughs> I did get bummed about out. Your the limitations was yeah. stand up. You was like, yeah, he's like, oh, no, I can't do that right now. I was yeah. like, oh, OK. I know it was it was, it was a your weird. cat voice. That's yeah, that was I can't do that right now. There's a lot of I've been thinking in yeah. uh, paintballs. <laughs> I mean, I got to do cool Think stuff, you know. Really I dig it. It's, I mean, it's cool, man. You know, I, I don't know, but yeah. So I wasn't able to do too much. Towards the end, they kind of released a lot of those restrictions, but at that point. Like there was a lot of water under the bridge, so then I find myself coming out of that contract and almost starting from square run, one in a lot of ways in a lot of different right. areas, because as far as stand up and stuff like that within the scene, you know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't able to do it, so like a whole other group of people had started hitting the stage and doing all that sort of stuff, yeah. and I, I hadn't really been out there. I used to hurt for you a little bit, man. <laughs> I did. <laughs> It was, it did it hurt? Because I knew, because I knew, like when you yeah. was, because when you get the like, once that stand up bug bites you, yeah, it's 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 like it's torture when you can't can't do it. Yeah. Well, that's the whole reason why I started doing rooms when I got back because there weren't any, and I was just like, well, man, I, somebody's got to put up some rooms. You yeah. Know? So you start just putting them up, and yeah. Then you run in too many rooms, and you're like, "This is yeah." Ridiculous. How many rooms did you run, man? Uh, well, we had the Bel- <clears throat> the Belmont was one, and then we tried a couple at a couple different places. I think I was maybe rotating the Cinema Cafe in the very beginning, but not really like hosting that. But the Belmont was a good one for a while. And then we had 37th and Zen for a while that I was trying to get that going. Uh huh. Um, and. I didn't hit any of those. I don't think yeah, I this was this was a long. This yeah, was this was you know s- some other places you know that were like tap house. We do the tap house stuff, but some of them I would like. I don't know. The rooms I remember hitting with you. Um, I remember you booking me for the the one in West Kent. Oh yeah, the Tortilla West. Tortilla West, and I remember it was one more room. I feel like you had that I played. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What I don't was. remember what the other one was, but I remember doing Tortilla West with you because all the crazy stuff that happened there <laughs> and the story <laughs> with that. Mr. Was that Mr. Gutierrez? Is that what yeah, it was? Yeah, that the name you yeah. That was, uh, that was a, it was a room. <laughs> Basically, the story, maybe I'll put the clip in here for That'd the podcast, fun. but uh, <laughs> there was this guy, Jason, um, booked me for the show and had me. I think I was closing out this show. Yeah, and there uh, I didn't really know what I was going to say, and there was this guy that just caught my attention in the front, and I think he's. I think I told him he looked. I think I said you look like you'd be a cool teacher or an excellent cocaine salesman or something <laughs> yeah. to this guy. Or either <laughs> that or like the teacher that would get you cocaine. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. something like yeah. that. I'm glad you laughed. Has anybody ever told you that you look? Like an excellent cocaine salesman. 
a really cool teacher that was an excellent cocaine salesman. I want to take Mr. Gutierrez's class. You get an A, you get a little bag of China White to go with. Yeah. But as it turns out, uh, the guy, Gutierrez, <laughs> Uh, was a criminal. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yes. So this is this is like this is a weird thing. I don't know if anybody else. I feel like other comedians. I've heard people tell stories, but for some reason the joke rang true. Yeah, yeah. it was a little yeah. too true. It was yeah. too true. Yeah, because yeah. he ended up closing down Tortilla West. Some sort of low key, you know, whatever was, key embezzlement. He was embezzling money yeah. from what? the place. I wrote. I wrote the guy that. Uh, they wrote the uh, article for the pilot. They got oh. it investigated. Oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent him the joke. Oh, that's and funny. I sent him the whole thing. Like oh, afterwards, funny. he was like, "Man, this." He was like, "This is pretty cool," or whatever. Yeah. And I was trying to. Uh, it didn't go anything past that though. But still, shout out to the pilot. <laughs> shout out to the pilot. <laughs> for for taking the time. Yeah, take the but time. yeah, yeah, the guy was. Uh, he he was legitimately shady. <laughs> and he that closed it. The, and then I remember I found out from me. He was like, "Hey, man." He's like, "No more shows at Tortilla West." And I was like, "Why?" He's like. Your fault. Let me Mr. tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your fault. Your fault. You scared him out, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was weird, man. It was yeah. a weird period where that kept happening, though. I had a couple <laughs> of shows. You kept, you kept, kept calling out criminals. Yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, kept, I kept. Every time I did crowd work, it was true. Oh, really? Yeah. What? Yeah, and I'm just thinking I'm riffing. Yeah, but it was like it happened like a couple of times in a row. It kind of freaked me out. Like yeah. I, I was like, I'm I not starting to be afraid to riff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I was. You know what I mean? I was. In marriages, you out there getting people sent to prison. What you, do? bro? What it you was. A, it was sometimes it was just subtle. Like I remember, uh, I did this. It was a soul food restaurant in Suffolk. Mm-hmm. That I want to say Katash ran. Uh huh. I can't remember the name of the place. Um, but it was two ladies. And they were laughing the whole time. Like, I had them. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, they turn and, like, low-key, like, heck, like, they won't pay any attention. Yeah. And they just, they were just like this. And I was just like, <clears throat> you just got a <laughs> big. <laughs> <laughs> and she dropped her phone, and she was like, how did you, like, could you see my phone? Did somebody tell you? Like, she was freaking out. Wow, wow, wow. And I was like, yo, I'm going to stop doing crowd work because I'm. I'm I'm like reading people's mail. I didn't Jeez, even know. Man. I would just do. It. I didn't know. You're like, it was weird, bro. Like so. channeling these people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is, bro. What if that's what if that's like a thing, a gift, and you don't realize? Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. And I don't like, want to. I didn't want to acknowledge it. So I, I just kept it like I kind of just like this again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to push it off to coincidence. That's like a, a Marvel super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You like Professor Xavier? Comedy, yeah, 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 yeah. Crowd work, man. Exactly. <laughs> After doing 15 minutes of crowd work, it was he solved five people's problems. <laughs> the team learned the location of the missing people. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's I'm right. like, I'm up there talking. Like, you look like you got two people in your basement. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, uh, yeah. It's kind of like, uh, like Bruce Willis in uh, the movie he did with Samuel Jackson. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Because yeah. <laughs> when people touched him, he could see everything. Like the crimes that they committed. That's oh, what you. Man. Yeah, that's that's you, man. Going on. <laughs> the comedy crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That's crazy. The comedy, the, the clairvoyant comedian. What's your kryptonite, though? <laughs> bad sex. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's everybody. <laughs> 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 <laughs>